Welcome to Kentucky Horsepower, the official podcast of the Kentucky Automobile Dealers Association. This is Jason Wilson, president of the Kentucky Auto Dealers Association, and welcome to another edition of official podcast of the Kentucky Auto Dealers Association. So joining me today is a friend of mine and uh, really a renowned expert in our industry, uh, many time NADA speaker, longtime consultant strategist, Corey Mosley is the principal of Mosley Automotive. Corey, thank you for joining me today. How are you? I'm doing well. Always glad to be with you. Exciting times, exciting times, Jason. It is. We and we'll just jump right to it. We are. Uh, uh, 2021 is has been all and then some, uh, especially coming out of 2020. With uh, as we as we reemerge here out of this COVID haze that we seem to have been in over the last year, dealers are doing phenomenally. There's lots of uh, lots of sales, lots of service, all the great things that. Uh, make a dealer profitable. Now the, of course, challenges are inventory and those sort of things. But uh, what we're here to talk about today is really what Corey's forte has been. And that has been uh, in the world of strategizing, educating, and uh, really helping dealers be the best versions of themselves and the stores be the best versions of themselves. So Corey, let's talk a little bit about, um, I, I guess, your background. You're in Richmond, Virginia. You started in sales in Richmond, Virginia, as I did, as young sales, as young commission sales guys, and uh, needs to say the industry has been great with both of us. But for those that aren't familiar with your work or what you've done, uh, tell our members a little bit about your background and uh, what you've been up to. Yeah, absolutely. As you mentioned, I started in uh, in retail in the late '90s and really got the benefit of this little known thing called the internet, right? So that was right when that development was coming. That was right when you could, you know, get a lead on a computer. And, and then, you know, try to get somebody to buy a car. So um, I entered the business at a young age. I'm probably one of the few people that you would know that is not related to a dealer that drove a demo to his high school graduation. Uh, <laughs> but that's kind of the moment that I entered that business and really simply was able to spend some dealers money to figure out some things that worked and didn't work in the online environment and went on to form my own company uh, 17 years ago, I think it is now. Wow working with dealers all over the country, educating. Uh, we started one of the first um, e-commerce based workshops before, before digital dealer existed. Uh, we were traveling the company, uh, country, educating dealers in that area and, and you know, worked with some of the top dealers as well as some of the, the, the small businesses and the one, two unit dealers in the area and really understanding how both those entities can compete in the marketplace. And from that point, went on to work with associations uh, as, as we've worked together and how our relationship started, as well as uh, six of the major manufacturers out there on really initiatives that really just drive our business forward, uh, improve customer experience for consumers, but always keeping in mind that we have to, we still have to speak dealer. This is still the retail car business. And some of these high-level strategies have to be translated into how we call it retail realism, into how we can have an impact at the dealer level uh, first and foremost. Yeah, and to, to that point, boy, have there been, your business started 17 years ago. The, the changes, not only over the last 17 years, but even over the last year and a half, where dealers who may have been reluctant to embrace some of these online uh, retail strategies had to and had to do it at a at a on, a on a dime basically just to stay in business operating based on this pandemic. What have you seen out there just regarding 
dealer's mindset as it relates to embracing all things technology and that online process? Well, Jason, there's never been a shortage of the idea that sometimes change in our business has to happen by force. <laughs> right. So whether that's a manufacturer, whether that's legislative, I mean, that's the world that you live in. Right. Sometimes change is brought about by, by force and then people come along to the process. So you have, you know, a subset of dealers who were all on board with e-commerce, all on board with digital, all on board with this heightened customer experience. And you have the ones that now have mandates that right. manufacturers put in programs or protocols or as a dealer once told me, he said, Corey, you always want to know the best way to get compliance. He was talking about his employees. So the best way you want to get compliance, go in their pocket. So with some of these initiatives, whether good or bad, uh, there's dollars tied to not doing or doing something right now. So, you know, everybody's kind of gone digital. And what the truth is, is the greatest difference will be the people who adapted not by force, or even if it started that way, but sure. have now continued the mission. So everybody over the last year had to put a online buying widget of some sort on their website, right? To right. buy online and start that process. Everybody had to get on board with that uh, from the manufacturing and then just from a survival, particularly if you couldn't sure. have people come to your showroom. So the question is now, of the people who did that begrudgingly or because they had to, how many have made changes in their process to actually make that work in their store. So I think that's going to be the most unique thing. Just the things in this that you can't, that you just can't do anymore. There's a, right. you and I both know from retail, right? There was a way that you could talk to people 10 years ago, 15 years right. ago, that you could right. talk to employees, that you could talk to right. customers. You can't get away with a lot of that stuff anymore. So right. it's this, it's a natural, I, I think it's a natural, it's a natural evolution, you know, when you think about it. Yeah, it, it truly is. And, and frankly, that sort of leads us to uh, the, the main subject matter of this uh, podcast today. And one of the things I'm excited to announce is uh, KDA has a new initiative uh, in the education space that we are partnering uh, with Corey on. And uh, Corey, tell the folks a bit about what you and I have been talking about really yes. for the last few years before I came to Kentucky. And now what we're looking at what we're finally going to be able to move forward with and put into place here. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, KADA University, right? Um, so many, so many people out there are looking for the attention of the dealer. So many products and services, so much education. And frankly, I have a lot of sympathy for dealers because not only are, are, are they responsible for the infrastructure, have they put everything on the line, right. responsible for employees, they have to stay compliant, but they've just constantly got people coming at them. And to me, one of the best resources possible is one's dealer association. So it only becomes logical that I think, A, KADA having a responsibility to educate dealers and to also step in and say, hey, we want to filter through some of that. So we want to make sure that you're getting the best information from the cutting edge companies, the best industry information. And you know what? We want to house that in one single source. So you can get that and not be worried about the noise, not be worried about the 20 other emails that are in your inbox about the latest and greatest thing that you need to know about for your business. Right. So KADA University is going to accomplish that because we're going to have one single location for Kentucky dealers to go to, to learn about compliance issues, HR, digital marketing, sales, F&I, fixed operations, 
the right webinars to be on uh, and get all that information in one location under the umbrella of Kentucky Auto Dealers Association. Well, well said. And uh, folks, Corey and I have been, this goes, this conversation dates back a few years pre-COVID and uh, that world. And I am excited because uh, not only is, is Corey a great speaker and, and brings great information uh, routinely, but it's all, this partnership will allow KD to, as Corey said, really be a conduit of the relevant, important information that you're going to need to know that you're going to want to know. So we are extremely excited about this partnership. Uh, there's a ramp up period to this. So this is not instantly where you click a switch and it's all there, but we felt it important to at least make the announcement of the direction that we're heading. And uh, as KADA University, and you'll see some correspondence, you'll see a new logo as such, uh, uh, noting that this is a brand new initiative and something that we hope uh, and encourage our dealers to really be a part of. Um, <clears throat> Corey, we're looking to probably uh, ramping up in the fall and then having in place probably by the end of the year or first quarter of next year. Is that? Yeah, well, we're going to we're going to get this thing uh, live in 2021. Dealers right. should expect that information. As we know, that Q4 planning starts everything that's going to happen for 2022. So we right. want to make sure that you're getting the resources, you're hearing from the right experts um, that have the information that's going to make that planning more effective. And Jason, I'd be remiss if I didn't recognize your leadership here in this particular area. You talked about it being something we've talked about for several years. And um, I, I think the bold step to really move forward and get it done is something to be commended. So I'm excited about this partnership and really bringing tremendous value to Kentucky uh, dealers. Well, I appreciate that. Look, one of the things we strive for or any association strives for is the engagement of its members. And to have engagement, they have to have a reason to be engaged. Right. So I think you and I working together, and I'll also mention to, to all of our partners out there, our allied members that want to get involved in this process, there's opportunity for you here to be involved through this platform. So myself, Corey, will be reaching out uh, over the coming months to uh, break that down further. But this is going to be the place to be if you want to be in front of Kentucky dealers and talking about the, not only, uh, again, the newest, latest, and greatest mousetrap, so to speak, but the important day-to-day -day operational uh, compliance issues that we need to top, be on top of, uh, legislative challenges. This is going to be sort of a one-stop shop, if you will, for all of that type of information. So, uh, Corey, I appreciate your time today. I just want to, again, briefly roll this out break, and to our members out there. Uh, keep your eyes open. There'll be further announcements as we progress through this process. And to our partners, allied and preferred partners, there's a very unique opportunity with this association that you're not going to have in other uh, associations throughout the country. So be the first to uh, get involved and uh, be engaged, and as that is the constant theme. So, Corey, thanks so much for your help and taking the initiative on uh, putting this together here. We're excited about what the future holds. Absolutely. I thank you for having the opportunity to participate and welcome the opportunity to uh, impact the success of Kentucky dealers. Outstanding. Well, that does it for this edition of Kentucky Horsepower. Remember, subscribe uh, to the podcast. There's links here. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. We have a YouTube channel. So there's no shortage of ways to uh, access this information. But until next time, we'll see you down the road.